Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So, with that being said, let's let's move on to last night. It was a really, really awesome experience. The premiere of The Captain at the Tribeca Film Festival in New York. It was really cool. I'm obviously not going to give away too much about the episode itself, but I can say that I thought it was really, really well done. I'm really excited to see what looks like is going to be a more unfiltered, unapologetic version of Jeter. I mean, even some of the interview clips in that first episode, he, the, just the way he was, was talking was different. It was much more seemingly much more informal. It seemed like he was really comfortable talking to Randy. Like they said in the Q and a after they talked for over 30 hours. So I'm sure you have to be comfortable with him, but yeah, Sean, I don't know what your thoughts were, but I was, I loved it. I was worried that it could be a little too cookie cutter with just the way Jeter was for his whole career, but it actually really seems like it's going to be an awesome, awesome documentary. And I am so excited that there's six more parts to this documentary that we haven't seen yet. That'll be out next month. I think, I think the first episode does really, and you know, without spoiling anything, well, he does get drafted by the Yankees just in case you didn't know. Yeah. That. Um, I, I think part of the thing I took away was that he, you, you understand why he was so guarded after watching the first episode. Like I, I kind of felt like I get it. Like just, just by the way that some of the stuff that he dealt with and that he was very open with that. I feel like he's never been that open with before. Um, you know, so I, I thought this was a really cool insight into, you know, for, for both of us, the, the guy that carried us through the first 20 years of our baseball fandom, almost like that was, it, it was, it was awesome to see the episode was really well done. You can tell it was done by someone who followed the Yankees, his entire Jeter's entire career and in, in Randy and who's, who's super talented. It, it was done really well. It's not the last dance. It's not that kind of controversial intensity that the last dance had with like all the drama surrounding the bulls uh, in their last season. So like, don't go in thinking that it, it, it is a, a documentary about Derek Jeter and about um, you know, what he meant to, to the Yankees and, and why he was the way that he was. And I think Jeter is very open and honest in the first episode. So I would expect that to continue. The Q and a was, was really fun. And you got a question in during the Q and a, you got to ask Jeter a question. How did that feel? Yeah, that was awesome. My heart was pounding, but it wasn't at first. But I don't know. It's weird. It's you know, if like if we were to if we were to have like Aaron Judge on this podcast by some miracle, like I would be insanely giddy and excited about that. But when it's like Jeter, who you know has links to my childhood, when I basically worshipped him and he was my idol, like those feelings definitely come 
rushing back once you're like standing in front of a microphone talking to him and you're like, Oh shit, like this is Derek Jeter, like larger than life. Even all these years later, even though I'm, you know, 30 years old now, because you just immediately get taken back to when you were eight years old and he was your, your hero. So no, that was, that was awesome. That was really cool. Um, the whole event itself was really cool. The, the Q and a after was, was great. And hearing Jeter talk about, you know, why he decided to do this now. And I, th- I think it made sense because Marley, Marley Rivera, who uh, was the, I don't know, what, what do you call it? The moderator, MC, the moderator. Yeah. Um, her first question was the one that I was going to ask, like, why now, you know, after, after so many years of being guarded and, saying you know always giving reporters time but really never telling them anything of of much substance you know why why now did you decide to have this extended sit down and give a more you know unfiltered look at at your life and your career and he was like well after the hall of fame i realized that you know this is stuff that i want like documented for my kids for when they get older and i think that made a lot of sense i think it's very i think it's very believable and i think it like again i think it makes sense so um I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited to get further into, uh, into his career and this retelling of, of everything and get his point of view on some, some things that he might not have been ready or willing to talk about at the time. And yeah, I, and I also, I also hope that there's some point in this documentary where he says that he was able to actually, or has been since able to look back and, and enjoy what the Yankees accomplished. Cause he was always so, focused on winning and obsessed about winning where um, it almost seemed like, man, like you want this guy to be able to enjoy it because we're enjoying it so much because of him. So I'm, I'm hoping to learn that he's been able to kind of let himself experience that after, after all this time. Yeah. I mean, look, we enjoyed the hell out of his career and, you know, three, three in a row, four out of five, no teams ever won back to back since they implemented the division series and the Yankees won three of them. They were the only the only team to do back to back, and they did it twice. So, pretty pretty incredible that they did that. And then you kind of get into the the years where they fall short, and Jeter is always calling every year a failure. And I don't look at it that way because in a five game series, anything can happen, man. And and you know you put you just have to put yourself in the best position to win. And and Jeter always did that. And uh, you know I, I I agree with you. I hope looking back on it, he was able to appreciate some of the successes and some of the so-called failures, which really were just great baseball that, that had a poor ending. So um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I think for me, the, 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 my favorite part of the first episode and not to spoil what they say, but was hearing from his, his parents. I thought that was really insightful and, and really cool. And I also am excited because the, the game footage they do show um, I thought was really well done, really well edited. It kind of makes you feel like you're back in that, that time of, of, you know, they, they're covering it like through 95. I was really excited um, by like what that's going to be like when they get into Jeter's bigger moments, because they really conveyed the emotions in those games really well. No, I, yeah, absolutely. Randy did such a good job of kind of running this parallel between the dark days of the early nineties Yankees and how that led to guys like, like Jeter coming in and, and contributing and just tying that link between, you know, Jeter's, uh, childhood hero and Dave Winfield and how his trajectory, you know, essentially played a part in Jeter 
becoming a Yankee just because of everything that happened with Steinbrenner and then the rebuild and, and everything. I think that was really well done. I agree. I think everything with his parents was phenomenal and probably my favorite part. It was either that or um, a lot of like, not new, obviously, but previous like stuff that I'd never seen before was a lot of the footage of uh, him when he's, when he's drafted, obviously they do cover him getting drafted. That's not really spoiling anything, but I saw a lot of new stuff that I'd never seen before in terms of, of that moment in his life. And I thought that was, that was really awesome. So yeah, I hope these, uh, hope these moments keep coming in the next six episodes it is, but the first one got off to a fantastic start. I'm, I'm really excited for or to even watch it again on, on July 18th. And then the rest of them, the rest of the way real quick, just is there a moment in Jeter's career you're really looking forward to them getting to in the documentary? If you just pick one moment, like what moment are you going to look forward to the entire doc? That's a good question. I, I mean, his last game is going to be way up there just because that's one of the most memorable in-game experiences of my, of my life. And just to, again, I'm really curious to see if he was able to kind of soak that in as the only game he's ever played at Yankee Stadium where the team was mathematically eliminated. So maybe he was able to soak that in a little, a little more, but I'd, I'd say, uh, I'd say probably that. And I'm really interested to hear like what it was like to go through some struggles in 2010 and 2011, where he wasn't performing as well. And then how he came back in 2012 to lead the league in hits. I'm, I'm really interested in that too. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me as well. And hope everybody else is. It was fantastic. Can't recommend it enough, but that's going to do it for us here. So thanks everybody for listening. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll talk to you after this big Tampa series. See you later, everybody. Let's go Yanks.